0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the third episode of How They're Here. As always, I'm Tyler Webb, and today we have an outstanding episode with Chris Jackson, digital content coordinator for the University of Minnesota's athletic department. Chris's story is second to none. He started his career as a videographer by making high school football highlight tapes so that him and his friends could get recruited to play college football. After accepting an offer to play division one football at FAU, Chris continued the evolution into his film career by starting his own production company. Once he graduated, he began training for the NFL, but soon he realized that he's going to have to make a choice, pursue his career in video or his career in the NFL. Chris's choice to pursue his creative passion landed him here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And even though that decision came with its fair share of strife, it's a decision that Chris has never regretted making. In our conversation, Chris will share just exactly how he got started, what mindset he used to get through the rejection and how he's been able to be so successful in an industry that costs so much to get into, and a few tips he thinks that every aspiring creator should know. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and learn a thing or two about how to get into such a competitive industry and gain some valuable insight into how they're here. Alright, we are back. I am now joined by Chris Leo Jackson. He, uh, he threw me off on his Instagram. Go follow him if you don't already. Um, Leo the creator. I have just always assumed that his name was Leo and, and I get in here and I ask for his last name and I, I get a new one for his first name too. <laughs> so um, Leo, um, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Um. So Leo here at the University of Minnesota, as we sit in this new football facility, which is absolutely fantastic and is a place that uh, Leo gets to work in every single day, he uh, operates here as the digital content coordinator, which is really cool and really unique. And I think a lot of people would love to hear about it because basically your job is producing this really high level, this really hype content. I know I follow you and I follow the university's football page, and if you guys are fans of university of minnesota fans of football fans of just really good cinematography in general i would encourage you to go follow and go check out the work that leo does because it's really awesome and it's been really cool you know scrolling back through all the stuff that you did um it's been really cool to see you kind of you know evolve your style and and now you really i mean he's laughing but you really are sort of this you really create the brand face for what the university of minnesota is and i i think that's really really cool so um if you want to talk to me, cause I know you started, you said that you, you mentioned to me that you played football at Florida Atlantic University. Yes. You know, how does a football player in Florida end up in cold Minnesota as we sit right now, it's raining and it's freezing <laughs> and it's cold and you probably wish you were back in Florida for Absolutely. some of those reasons. Explain to me a little bit about how that happened for you.
1: Um, yeah. So pretty much like it kind of have to go all the way back to like, you know, little league football. Almost. Okay. Uh, my mom she taped all of my games and things like that like ever since I was like you know in elementary school playing football and stuff like that so we have like those old like tapes she had like an old like recorded had no idea what she was doing and stuff like that so um go from there to high school and you know you're trying to get recruited so I actually taught myself how to edit um in high school my dad got like you know some program or something like that and I don't even remember what it was called, but like that's pretty much like where I got my start, like editing. I was editing my friend's highlights and uh, stuff like that. And it was all just so we could get recruited Mm -hmm. to, you know, go play at the next level. Right. Um, After my senior year, all that stuff happens. I get recruited. I end up playing at uh, Florida Atlantic University. Um, It came time to like figure out, you know, what you're going to major in and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, my thing was business. Like, I wanted to do business and architecture. So, I kind of wanted to, like, combine the both. I've always been, like, a artistic kind of Sure, you know, creative person. type person. Mm-hmm. I always did, like, a lot of drawing when I was younger and stuff like that. So, it was mainly buildings. Like, it was, it was kind of weird. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, doing all that stuff. So, I just wanted to build stadiums. Uh, but you know, trying to do both of those things and, you know, play football at the same time. Sure. It's tough. It's really tough. Uh, So it actually really didn't work out. And it was kind of like at like a crossroads where I had to like figure out what I was going to actually like major in my junior year. I think it was because I still hadn't like, or no, it was my redshirt sophomore year. Um, So technically my junior year. Sure. And um, I had to figure out what I was going to do and was completely lost because like I was doing bad in classes and all this other kind of stuff. And you know right after that uh I tell the story all the time I was just like sitting on like a bench and like this guy came up to me just some random guy and was like what's wrong you know I was like why are you talking to me yeah <laughs> uh and he was like uh he was like I just tell something's wrong like you know say what you gotta say and I told him like everything that was like going on everything like that And he was just like you know if you do what you love like you'll never work a day in your life and I was like I really took that to heart and really did some soul searching and figured out like what it was like the last time I was like truly happy like mm-hmm. outside of like football and things like that and it was video like putting together like my friends highlights sure. and things like that so dove right back into it um actually got like my own like production company um started up uh with uh, a couple friends of mine back home and yeah we just started making you know music videos we actually got put on to make highlight videos for the football team it was kind of easy because they knew me and I was kind of, like, the bridge for them to, you know, work back and forth uh, with the football team and stuff like that, even though they were just, like, you know, ordinary students and stuff. Um, so, we got, like, a lot of access and a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff and everything like that. And I obviously didn't, like, shoot at all. Like, it was just mainly, like, right after the games, I would just, like, take the shoulder pads off and go straight to the studio. To That's start. wild.
0: So, while you're still playing, you are,
1: you know, mm-hmm. so you started your own production company, you're editing for the team. Yep. Um, doing, like, a lot of, like, volunteer work at, like, the TV station that they had there because that was the only, you know, camera stuff that was available. So, yeah, I thought that would be a good place to start. And I just started doing that, created my own company down there and, you know, kind of just, like, went from there. And afterwards had aspirations of going to the NFL and stuff like that, trained for, like, a year. Um, got a couple, of like, offers to like, go to, like, the Canadian League and stuff like that. But I was just kind of like, eh i might as well just go ahead and keep on doing like what i'm doing yeah, like and, this video and,
0: stuff. and there's probably a time for you too where it's like and and i it sounds like it maybe you get burned out you know doing both where you're you're playing and you got to go you cut up some footage and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you know probably at a crossroads you just want to pick one I for sure imagine. um so you told us about how you're down at florida atlantic what brings you up to to minnesota and how does that what was that transition like
1: (laughs) um yeah so right where I was at about uh where I was like training for the NFL and everything and I was doing all those things um I finally just chose one and you know a bunch of obstacles like happened in my life and stuff like that at that time and I ended up moving back home I'm originally from Panama City Florida um and I ended up like moving back home and you know it was kind of like sulking and down and all this other kind of stuff for like a little bit and then um, uh, finally was like, okay, I need to, you know, really try to get into this field and everything like that. Kinda of made the decision that like sports is what I wanted to do. Sure. Um, so I legit put in over five hundred applications to places like around the country trying to get, you know, picked up as a videographer and stuff like that. Nobody would take a chance on me. I heard a lot of stuff um that my company experience would not count as like a full year. They only counted it as like a third year because it was like your own like freelance kind okay. of thing. Sure. Um. So it wasn't like professional work. So mm-hmm. even though it was professional work. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um. But yeah so there was a lot of that like you know you have to have like a certain amount of experience and you know they want to know what you've done and all this other kind of stuff and it just wasn't panning out. So 500 applications later I just started looking at like internships yeah. only um and that's whenever minnesota called and it was like a two step process um they called me like i put in the application they called me maybe about like a week later and said that yeah they're interested want to do like an interview and pretty much did two more interviews after that sure and yeah i just ended up coming like right up here at, at the point like i was at like in my life i really didn't care like where i was going uh, it could have been minnesota it could have been alaska right. i actually applied for alaska okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think this is bad i yeah. can only imagine <laughs> i applied for like a videographer job like in a, uh, I think it's called anchorage okay yeah, yeah. yeah. that's up there yeah sure I, I didn't care i just wanted to like be behind the camera like that's how much like i really like actually like love this type of stuff yeah you just wanted to go mm-hmm. and i i think that's great because a lot of people
0: um are probably in a similar spot where you were, where you have, you know, your own production company, but you keep hearing back that you don't have enough experience. You don't have this or that. What was, uh, what was something that you were, you know, you kept telling yourself, because obviously 500 applications, easy to get discouraged, right? Easy to (laughs) tell yourself, like, maybe you're not just cut out for it. Mm -hmm. Maybe what, what kept you going and that this was the thing that you wanted to do? And why didn't you just bow out and go do something else?
1: Yeah. Um, well, during that time I did, I had a lot of, different jobs um i was like training myself for like the nfl so i was like okay. a personal trainer sure i worked at a gym i worked at multiple gyms mm-hmm. um i worked on a uh, like a boat like a like a boat that had, like stores like you know these huge pieces of metal and everything like that and yeah. like, like lift it up above your head and it could like fall at any time and mm-hmm. stuff like that I quit that job pretty quick. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did, like, a bunch of different stuff, like, in between them. But, like, the main thing was, like, honestly, like, just, like, my love and, like, passion for, like, you know, video and sports. Yeah. And, you know, it definitely goes back to, like, you know, football. Like, when I was in high school, I didn't have, like, a lot of offers. Um, actually, I did have more offers than I thought, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> um. So pretty much it was just like, you know, people telling me like, oh, like, you know, you're too big to be a running back. You're too this you're We don't really think that you'll fit this mold with that and things like that. So I had already been through like, you know, people telling me and like rejecting me and telling me that, you know, you probably shouldn't do this and things like that. So, you know, just kind of having that mental fortitude just to keep on pushing. Like, sure. It was kind of already there. So for a lot of
0: people that are similarly in that spot, I, I think it's easy to make excuses and it's easy to say, well, I shouldn't do this. I don't have the equipment. I don't have the experience, whatever. Mm-hmm. What were you doing to sort of overcome those internal hurdles? Like where were you getting, because you picked a profession that's, you know, it's not very cheap to start because if you want to do, if you want to do it at a high level, <laughs> yeah. right, you have to have the right equipment. Or and that equipment isn't like a, your phone's camera, yeah. and, you know, it's, <laughs> so how did you sort of get past those hurdles? Was it like, all right, I'm going to do this. I got to invest into this equipment or mm-hmm. were you kind of like field favors from people or what well, were you doing
1: um whenever i went back home like whenever i started uh i bought my own camera with my own money mm-hmm. um and you know that was back in college and it was uh over the summer like we have like a two-month like period where we really don't have to like do anything uh football related sure um until like you know fall camp comes and everything like that but uh, during that time I was actually like painting dorms, uh, at FAU. So I was like painting like all the dorms and everything like that saved up enough money. I think it was like around like 800 bucks or something like that. And, um, it's kind of like dated now, but it's still a really good camera. It was, it was <laughs> a, um, a Canon, uh, T three I, it was a, either a T three I or a T four I. Okay. Um, and I got that and you know, my friend at the time was like, yeah, uh, my friend has a deal and you know, she worked at a, uh, um a movie theater mm-hmm. so like all those people that are usually in there they really want to like do that kind of stuff so they have cameras and things like that and he's like yeah like eight he'll take 800 bucks right now for like this like telephoto lens and all this other kind of stuff and i have no idea what any of this means right um you I'm you just, just like, know it's good and you need it yeah i'm just like okay like we'll take it so um that's pretty much how like i ended up getting like my first uh camera and yeah it was a it was a awesome purchase like we made like a lot of videos and like did a whole bunch of stuff down there in like South Florida with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. But it's actually funny that you say that like uh, you know you talk about like the iPhone videos and everything like that. There's it probably has not gotten like as much attention like on my page as like any of my other things or mm-hmm. anything like that but um, there was a, a Big Crit concert that was up here and it was uh, I was just going just as a fan because I'm a fan of Big Crit. Right. And um, I went and I wasn't able to like bring my camera you know they were like you can't bring that in here and all this other kind of stuff you have to get permission from the artist and yada 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 and i was like all right like i'm just gonna go as a fan but i went and i still just like some shot like a few things with like my phone and everything like that and i actually turned it into like a really like incredible video like okay I, it, and i just called it like the iphone challenge or something like that and it was like just an iPhone, it was, like, low lighting and everything like that, and, like, still was able to, like, make it work. Yeah. And, like, I like being able to, like, challenge myself to, like, oh, like, I don't have, like, all the equipment and stuff that, like, I need, but, like, let's see what I can still create, mm-hmm. you know? Um. So, yeah, like, you know, to, you know, people that are out there who, like, are, you know, they don't have, like, the money to go buy a camera just yet or anything like that, like, you know, just still, like, find a way. And, like, by doing that and, like, not having, like, the best equipment at first, actually helps you in the long run. Um, because even whenever I had my interview here, they were looking at my stuff that was at FAU and they were like, Oh, like, what were you using? Like a FS7 or like, you know, the FS700 and bubble. Blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was just using a, a T3i and they were like,
0: really? Like, yeah, it almost, it almost makes you look better that yeah, if, exactly. if your stuff's good enough mm-hmm. and you know, you don't have all this fancy
1: equipment, it, it right. reflects on how good you actually are in a funny <laughs> way. Right. Yeah. So that, they were like super impressed by, you know, that and i think that like just thinking back from like that to like whenever i actually first got up here um that's actually really what led to me being able to stay here and them hiring me on like full-time and stuff like that
0: sure that's that's awesome because i i, I think you did a good job of summing it up that you know there are a bunch of people that have really cool shit and mm-hmm. you just got to make it work if you really want to do it and it's <laughs> yep. sort of that is it was that passion that fueled you you've there are a lot of times where you could have been like, "Screw it, I'm done," but but it, it, it didn't end up it didn't end up working that way. Yeah. So you obviously went through a couple. You know, you didn't really know you wanted to do this until pretty late in your college career. Mm-hmm. What was a big misconception that you had about being in this field that before you got in, you're like, "Oh, this how this how it is," and now doing this for a while, you're like, uh-huh. "Okay, I I was wrong about that. I was naive."
1: Um big mix i don't know i think i think i have like a different perspective on it like from you know uh people who are like not athletes like coming from like a like i did this like while i was an athlete as well right um so you know i kind of like just made it like my own from the beginning uh so it wasn't really like a shocker of like anything like i knew that uh um, you know, there were gonna be people that had to like say and like critique stuff about like your videos and everything like that. Maybe that's probably the biggest thing. Um, we made a video and it was probably one of like the first videos that we made at uh FAU for the football team. Okay. And we made it and um <laughs> we weren't really thinking about like, you know, copyright and <laughs> all those kind of things yeah. or, <laughs> right. or <Okay>. anything <laughs> like that. Uh we were just like, Yeah, let's just make a video, like sure, why not? Uh so we made that or whatever and uh we put it out and uh, oh, the thing was it had, like, the song had, like, cursing it and everything like that. And uh, there was nothing uh, necessarily, like, attaching it to FAU. It was just our own YouTube page, our own everything. But, right. But like, people knew that that's where you go for the videos for FAU. Sure, sure, Um, And, like, it was, like, cursing it and everything like that. It was mainly, like, for, like, the players and stuff like that. And uh, I remember, like, I went to sleep uh after we had posted the video i went to sleep and i woke up like the next morning and i looked at my phone and i had like a phone call from like the ad Oh, i had a phone call from like the head coach yeah. the wide receivers coach like uh the tight ends coach running backs coach everybody and i was just like what did i do <laughs> like, so, <laughs> right uh so i'm like freaking out or whatever and i just like um before I call them back, like, I'm calling, like, you know, my homies back or whatever. I'm like, yo, like, I don't know what we did, but I think we're in trouble and all this other kind of stuff. And, like, I go look at, like, the video. It has, like, you know, like, 3,000 views or something. I'm just like, oh, crap. I'm like, a whole bunch of people saw this. So Yeah. Uh, We had like a team meeting that day, and like I went in and like talked to them, and they're just like, "Yeah, like you know, you just gotta take this out, take that out, blah blah blah." So I think that's probably like one of the biggest misconceptions. There's still people that are like gonna like nitpick and have like certain things that is actually like taken away from like you know your creativity. Sure. And you know, sometimes like you get hung up on it, and sometimes like you can, and it just is what it is. Uh, But you know you just keep on pushing just like five ways around it so sure. it's sure really
0: what way. what is it like here at the University of Minnesota I would assume you probably have a little bit more mm-hmm. authority over the stuff that you make just being yep. in a full-time position uh, do you sort of drive that because a lot of your videos have very distinct themes like you put a, a Halloween out one recently and, mm-hmm. and all these you know a really unique sort of brand style sure. how much do you drive one that like branding around all these videos and then how much you know how much say do other people get in the stuff mm-hmm. that you
1: make now? Uh, It's, uh, it's uh, whenever I first uh, got here and, you know, got with like the football team and let's just say uh, for instance, uh, with the new coaching staff that we have. Yeah. Cause it was completely different with uh, the coaching staff. Um, this one is, they're definitely way more into like social media and things like that. And that's just where college sports is going. Um, as far as like, you know, everything is on social media and things sure. like that. Um, which makes my job even more important. So, like, they pretty much have, like, a bigger hand in it. Uh, but uh, as far as, like, coming up with ideas and stuff like that, uh, whenever I first started, and probably how it is at, like, a lot of places, is, you know, they'll come up with ideas. You'll probably have, like, a meeting or something. Um, it'll be, like, a group of people in, like, you know, communications or something like that. They'll come up with ideas, and then, you know, you just go out and execute it. And for the most part, that still kind of is, like, how it is here. Uh, but I'm in those meetings, and, you know, if there's something that, like, you know, strikes my brain, like, you know, whenever they say something, like, I'll, you know, immediately, like, be like, okay, well, what if we do this, this, this? And they trust me on it. Right. Like, like you have to kind of, that's the, probably, like, the main thing is you have to really build trust with, you know, whoever you're really, like, putting, like, the content out for. Um and over like you know the two and a half years or something that like I've been here like I've just constantly just been building trust and been like trust me trust me trust me trust me like it's gonna work it's gonna look cool like I got it um so now it's just like you know we had like a meeting like the other day and they were just like yeah like um for like the Red Dead Redemption thing or um the Western thing that we had made uh, this past week. Uh, they were like, yeah, we don't really know what we're going to do. And I'm just like, I have been playing this game a lot. So <laughs> right. uh, it's like huge. Like it did like so many sales and people are playing it. People are talking about it. Like, you know, let's do it.
0: Yeah. How, how do you measure that success on a video? Because obviously you, you know, you spend a lot of time kind of head down, focused on <laughs> the video. Do you? do you like know how it does afterwards i I would assume you probably look and like oh this one did well this one didn't do well but but what's like that metric of success for you
1: uh for me personally uh it's it's not necessarily if at the end of the day if i look at the video and i like it that's 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 success for me okay um you know other people like coming into it like people they'll tell me like i love your videos like this is cool this is great and everything like that like not that like it doesn't matter because like it does like i love hearing that people like watching my videos like that's what i do it for of course um but you know if i'm happy with like let's say like i make a video and there's like just like that one thing which you know people in this field probably always have like that one thing that they wish they could like taking a little bit more time on or something like that they're just like not happy with it and every single time like they look at the video they all that's all they see sure um but everybody's like hey i love it like is this and there it's like yeah okay that's great but that one thing, right there. And you'll even point it out to them. They're like, I don't even know yeah, this. Yeah, like, what? What? Like, you're yeah. Talking like, about. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like, as long as like I like the video and you know I like the way that it's like coming out and turning out, and you know, the people who are you know actually like watching it and like digesting it mm-hmm. are happy with it, then I'm cool. Right. Know? Yeah. And and a lot of that stuff
0: too is probably not. Nec- it doesn't have a direct ROI attached to it. There isn't like a okay, this video produced. Mm-hmm you know, X amount of dollars for the the program. It's just, you know, something that a fan like myself would see and be like, wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then just have a stronger affinity or, you know, for sure affiliation towards the brand, which I think is re- kind of the really unique part because I think when people, you know, when there's videos being reposted all over the internet, mm-hmm. it's funny because I recently followed you and all of a sudden I see the videos that pop up on your account (laughs) all across like all these other like Gopher accounts everything i'm like i know who made it like right it's like you're the you're the kind of the brain behind all of that so Mm -hmm. i think that's that's pretty wild Mm -hmm. um pivoting a little bit you've been in the space for a while um and obviously you sort of had your assumptions of what it was going to be like what what have you found to be a really undervalued skill Mm -hmm. that you know that that's really benefited you in your position now as somebody that's creating content full-time
1: oh man uh there's a lot uh probably one w- and probably mainly just geared towards the things that like i do um because a lot of different programs ask for different things sure uh but mainly for like the things that i do that's more like hype um attention grabbing type stuff is uh probably like stuff like storyboarding honestly like just storyboarding like getting like your you know ideas out in front of you and everything like that to like actually like you know, be able to like sit there and look at it and be like, okay, like I need to have this, 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 this," uh, to make sure that this video turns out well. Um, that's probably like the biggest thing. Like I am not that great. Like, like I said, I was drawing buildings. I'm not really like the best, like drawer of like all time. Right. And like people look at like my storyboards, and it's just like, you know, it's like, hey, this is supposed to be a person. And they're like, that looks like a chicken. And it's like, <laughs> sure. So, like, things like that. So, like, honestly, it's just like, but they get the gist of like what I'm getting at. And if that's like, that's probably like the biggest thing is like just getting your ideas to a point where you can, you know, show it to other people so that they can understand. Cause that also goes back into like that building trust. Like, cause if I come up with an idea and I sit there and try to talk to a guy about like, you know, Look, this is what I want to do, and I'm just talking to him. I'm just like, yeah, this is this is it. This is what's gonna work, blah blah, right. blah blah. blah. And he's just like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Yeah, you know, um, that's not gonna build trust with them. You know, so like actually like having it drawn out, even though it might be like not the greatest picture of all time, sure, or something like that. Like that helps and goes a long way. Like mainly just like not even the storyboarding, but just getting to the point where you can, you know, talk about the idea that you want to get across and produce. Yeah, and
0: do you use that a lot too? And I don't know, so I guess this question could be, you know, for a one-minute Instagram video, you know, one that you usually make, how much time, like how much time and prep, pre, preparation goes into making that, right? Because you laugh now because I can only assume <laughs> it's probably a lot more than I think for a one-minute Instagram video. Yeah. Um, but sort of walk me through that process of what it's like from, you know, the conception of the idea to throughout the storyboarding of the process to when people like me actually see it
1: for sure. Um, so pretty much like the way that that works is Monday is usually like the conception of the idea. We, we did it a little bit different this year to make it a little bit easier on ourselves. Like going into the season, like we had like at least like three, four or five videos where that we knew that, you know, we wanted to do this. So we kind of like planned for it or things like that. Um, but after that, after like those ideas like ran out and like, you, don't really know what you're gonna do and you have to like go like week to week um like let's say like the Halloween video yeah um that took me all week uh and I think that I think that video was around like a minute okay and that took me just literally all week um from Monday like I knew I was gonna do something Halloween themed I knew that I was gonna you know do something with like the jerseys, but I still didn't have any kind of idea of like what it is that like I really wanted to do um and then like we kind of just went like right into it It was like hey we need to get this shot this shot this shot and then we also need to get like you know our graphics together like what are we going to do for that and you know those ideas pop up like in the middle of you editing and things like that so um that just takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours like pretty much from monday to honestly probably friday like whenever the video is about to drop i think i was still working on like minor things like on friday uh whenever it was going to drop so yeah, it's a full week process for like usually like the videos that I do for like a one minute video. For a one minute video, well they turn out
0: great. They look fantastic. <laughs> but I'm sure people. You probably you probably like you know there's sometimes we feel like people don't maybe appreciate the videos, mm-hmm. especially the people that are watching them because you know when I'm on Instagram or you probably the same thing when you're scrolling through. You scroll through something and you watch like. Four seconds of it or five seconds of it, yep. and all of a sudden, you know, onto yep. the next one. Yep. And it's kind of like, <laughs>
1: uh, I spent five days on yeah, that one. Exactly. Maybe watch the entire thing yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that and that, that actually goes back into like another way that like I, you know, make these videos though. Like, I want something that's going to like catch your attention in at the very beginning to make you kind of like before you swipe, like, yeah. oh okay oh. well what was that? <laughs> like you know sure so I, I I look at a lot of that stuff like um I'm really into all of that kind of stuff like it it sounds like you know like whatever but like I went to school and I got my degree in communication uh a minor in business and I also did sociology okay so um people like you know they'll laugh at sociology or yeah. whatever but it actually like taught me a lot about people sure and, like it, and it helps me even to like today it's like being like okay like you know their you know attention span is only for this long like right. I need to capture that like right here or like you know just analyzing people like you know in everyday life or whatever they're just like okay scroll 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 it's like okay like how can I stop that yeah and make them like you know watch the video and like want to like be interested and entertained and things like that so like that goes from like you know the song choice to you know things that you put at the very beginning graphics and it's the whole thing yeah (laughs) i mean there's there's
0: real data to back that up within and it's more so the way i've seen it with like people trying to sell products in a video or something Mm -hmm. but if you don't put the really the thing you're trying to accentuate or highlight within like the first five seconds you know you they're gonna going to be. You, you got to go, especially when you're talking about something like Instagram, for sure. where you can only have a minute, and people are only there for you know probably honestly less than five seconds mm-hmm. of a video. You have to really kind of work it to um, to catch their attention. So that mm-hmm. that makes complete sense. Yeah, so it's not just <laughs> mad mad scientist type stuff. No, but no, that's no. real. That's real.
1: And that's like I had, and that's that's also like the points that you have to like get across to like you know the people who you know are going to be posting these videos. Right, like you know they'll they will be like okay like yep this looks great this looks fine and obviously now i'm just like it's not it's not like it's not going to get like it's not going to do what you think it, what you want it to do yeah like if we just change this tweak this like you're going to get like so many more views you're going to get so many more like you know comments people are going to pay attention to it more and everything like that sure um it seems small but it actually has like a really big effect
0: yeah hundred percent um so I-, I can only imagine that part of that attention grabbing is really trying to push sort of the limits of of what you're doing within the videos mm-hmm. and like the ones that you have put out like the Red Dead Redemption one or the Halloween one like those are really like those aren't stereotypical like cut together a couple of cool catches and put music behind it like sure. those are like mm-hmm. diff like that part of me watching it's like I've never seen anything like this before <laughs> what kind of autonomy do you have to push the limits and was there a time where you you know your proposed idea or you were kind of into an idea and then somebody came back to you and was like we got to reel that back a little bit that's a little too much
1: absolutely it happens all the time um you know but you know that's why those meetings are good like huge with you know meetings 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 meetings. uh because it gets like as a videographer you know editor producer you know whatever it is you want to call it um you have to be able to read the people that you're you know producing this stuff for sure so you have to know those limits but you also have to know kind of how to like edge them to like it's just about being like that's the main thing about being a video videographer in not just sports but like you know any kind of you know you know category of whatever that you're doing music videos you know just regular photography like any kind of like creative like you have to be like a people person like 1000% have to be a people person because if you can't you know talk to people and like you know get them to understand like what your vision is and everything like that and see how you're still like not taking away from what they're what they want they're not gonna they're not gonna buy it (laughs) like they're gonna be like okay just do what it is that I wanted you to do like make something basic you know to Like, not all the ideas are basic, but, like, that's pretty much, like, from a creative standpoint. Like, it's like, yeah, just do something basic and just get this overweight instead of, like, doing something that's creative and interesting and it's going to crap people's attention.
0: Yeah, it, it's almost like they don't necessarily know what they need or what, like, they could have if mm-hmm. they sort of let you free range it a little bit. Absolutely. Like, they're, you know, that's sort of the benefit of having other people doing this stuff because you bring a totally unique perspective and one that's probably a little bit more you know, diverse just because you've been working in the creative space for so long than mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, is, is just working, say, above you. That's just, you know, they, they don't have all the, no. you know, all the perspectives you have and you bring that entire other thing and, and they just don't know what they could Absolutely. Have. Yeah. So talking about people that sort of have this influence over the stuff that you make, how much influence does the coaching staff have? You mentioned earlier that since there has been a new coaching staff that mm-hmm. – things have changed i would assume that means everything from you know branding on social media everything like that yeah um tell me a little bit about since pj fleck and his guys have come in has there been a bigger push one direction has there been you know less uh, you know, more autonomy in another direction what is what has that been like? yeah
1: um the coaching staff before was in like we would make stuff and mm-hmm. like you know they kind of let us have like free reign like it was just kind of like yeah well everything's cool like yep cool like put it out like that's great um this one is more so like they want stuff that's different they want stuff that's uh and that's that's probably like where a lot of like the creativity that like i've been able to like put out now has like came from because even though they have like a few like restrictions and things like that like they still just kind of like let me be me (laughs) which is like huge for me like they just let me do like what i do um but yeah, they just want like the main, the biggest difference between those two is like they it was just content, 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 like content, 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 content. Like they just want a massive amount of content. Like you know from before where like I would like you know spend like a certain amount of time. Like I wouldn't re- necessarily like need like my students like too much and everything like that. Like now like I need my students. Like I need my students to like help me out. Like I need like the other people at like GDP to like help me out and things like that. Where before like I could kind of like manage it and juggle it now it's like not like I seriously need you guys. So yeah. You mentioned earlier
0: about how the other coaching staff was pretty hands-off with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you do you find that it's a little easier if you have a little bit of structure or, like, a little bit of direction mm-hmm. that you can, because that's sort of like a juxtaposition. Like, people think in the creative space if you have more structure, mm-hmm. it's harder to do stuff, but yeah. I would almost argue the opposite that if you have not too much structure, obviously, but just a little bit where it can give you sort of a direction to, to spring off from, For it's sure. almost easier to create.
1: Yeah, it's easier uh, if you have, like, more structure because, like, if you it's not so much structure to, like, where you can't deviate like, if you want to, like, deviate, like, a little bit and, like, let's say, like, for our videos or something like that, like, we want to, like, have, you know, uh, a certain video come out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, let's say like, it's like a, uh, like, the Halloween video. That was our quote-unquote, like, you know, hype up for the you know, the game video or whatever, but it was also our uniform reveal. Um, sometimes in a week, we'll have both of those. Like, we'll have two separate videos. We'll have a uniform reveal and then also, like, a hype video. So, you know, that, that's kind of like where structure is kind of like good. Where like you know you know you have to have it still, but like you can combine them and mesh them and move them around and do kind of like whatever it is that you want to do. Sure. Um,
0: pivoting again mm-hmm. a little bit. You're obviously you obviously spend a lot of time in this great facility editing. I can imagine that's where a majority of your time is spent throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're obviously. Also on the field, you know, getting shots like that. Yes. Walk me through your schedule sort of in that second half of the week. Mm -hmm. You know, you're finishing editing up this one video that's going to be released on Friday, but then you have to go travel with the team and go get (laughs) shots and stuff like that. So you're
1: always on the clock. Yeah. Um, Traveling is tough. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Traveling is really tough, Um, especially like if you have a night game or something like that uh, let's say, you know, you end and you're on the other side of the country, you know, and it's nine o'clock, you know, that means that you probably won't get back here until, you know, like one o'clock in the morning. You probably won't fall asleep until like two or three or whatever. And then you got to get up the next morning to like, you know, start working on content. Sure. uh yeah, that's, that's, that's very tough. Um, that's probably like one of the biggest things that people aren't really like ready for, or like they don't really think about this. Like, man, this looks awesome. Like I want to do this kind of stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a that's definitely like a huge thing is uh, traveling um, and being like prepared for that. But like I said, like, I, I just love this kind of stuff. So <laughs> right, <laughs> like, you know, I'll pretty much go to like the end of the world to like, you know, do anything with this kind of thing. So yeah.
0: So talking a little bit more about your career specifically, um, how do you measure, and you, you let me know that, you know, in a video success for you is just, you feel really good about it. Yeah. Um. How do you measure success over the span of a year, you know, going forward? How would you, how would you say that if, you know, if I told you you were
1: successful next year, mm. what does that mean? Oh man. uh, I don't really, I don't really think I have like, what success is for me because like i've always been like one to just keep on going right like there pretty there pretty much isn't like a a wall there isn't like a ceiling or anything like that where like i could just like cap out at it's more so like i'm constantly thinking like people think that like they tell me all the time they're like yeah like you're successful like you're doing like what you love to do and all this other kind of stuff blah 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 and i'm just like yeah, that video was cool or whatever, but like, just think like, there's something more out there. There's something that like, I'm looking for. And I think that's like, not just, uh, videographers, you know, content creators, or, or just all content creators. Like they have like that one thing that they're just like looking for, like that one video, that one shot, that one drawing, that one whatever. Um, and they're just looking for that. Like, that's the main thing that they're looking for. And that's definitely what I'm looking for. Like, I'm definitely looking for like that, smooth shot that's like in focus perfectly and you know all that other kind of stuff um to put in a video where I can like you know just do whatever it is that I want to do like it's literally the perfect shot like that's what that's what I want that's what I'm looking for um so success but I would say that like I have taken the steps towards that audio is a big part of like if not a bigger part of video than actual video is um so i do a lot of stuff with like sound design and you know slowing stuff down speeding stuff up uh throwing low passes on things and everything like that just to kind of like give like those effects and just messing with all that kind of stuff and that's just kind of created like a whole entire like window and more so like a niche for myself is that like okay yeah that guy does sound design very well sure um but yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of like just keeping on like growing with that kind of stuff. Cause I don't know everything, like you know, nobody's gonna know everything. Um, but just taking the steps towards you know, achieving knowledge of everything, I guess, is the goal, right? So, widening
0: the lens a little bit. Um, I don't know you all that well. Mm-hmm. I've I've had the pleasure to talk to you for these past you know forty minutes, but talking about the next five years 10 years is in this is getting big and maybe we'll find out some things together about you but (laughs) you know is there a spot that you want to get to in in your you know is this even an industry or is this even a like sports or university um working with universities is this even an area you want to stay in Mm -hmm. or are you looking to sort of you've talked a lot about getting better and diversifying your skill set are there different areas you
1: kind of want to explore to do that yeah absolutely um (laughs) <laughs> i have like a lot of like goals and dreams and things that like i want to like get done and some of them involve video some of them don't uh but staying on topic with video one definitely that like i have is i just kind of want to have like kind of just like a thing where like i can like help other people like that's probably like the biggest thing of like all of this is like I want to help other content creators. Sure. Like, I want to help, like, you know, I get questions, like, in my, like, you know, Instagram DMs, like, all the time. Like, people are, like, constantly hitting me up. Like, I'm constantly, like, you know, getting messages and everything from people. And they're like, you know, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And, uh, um, can you be on my podcast? All these different <laughs> things that very standard
0: questions. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So,
1: like, I, I just want to, like, help people, like, in that sense. Like, I want to make, like, I don't even know what it is, like, uh, let's just say it's like a facility or it's like you know some kind of like brand or it's like some access or it's like some type of way that like you know the struggle that i have getting into uh you know certain concerts and things like that like figuring out a way to like make like those processes like easier for you know people that make content because it's tough and like you have to like just kind of like throw yourself out there and like figure it out like on your own like yeah of like what what it is that you're going to do or you know how am I going to like get to this concert like how do I get to this guy's manager like how do I do so even more than just like the concert type stuff and everything like that it's just like I just want to help people out like if you're interested in this kind of stuff and like you know uh you want to like learn more about it and like you really like have like a passion for it but like you're just like kind of lost and you don't really know where to start and things like that like I want to be like the person that's like helping like people like do that yeah and even
0: there's such a high barrier of entry I mean you were painting dorms while you were a college athlete in order to get <laughs> yeah. into the thing that you were so passionate about. Absolutely. So for there to be something like you're describing, in my mind first went to like some sort of incubator where mm-hmm. business, like small businesses go and they get the resources yep. to start their business and, and start doing it well. So for sure. a similar
1: concept like that, I think mm-hmm. would be really fantastic yeah so and like like just like you said with like the equipment and things like that like people don't have like you know these thousands of dollars to like go buy like you know let's just say like a red epic or something like that right which you know people they watch videos on youtube and it's just like you know red epic scarlet dragon blah blah, blah. and like it's like okay like how much does that cost and they're like oh god like i got a long way away like sure. to like you know get that and you know so kind of like having like you know equipment like available to like you know rent out give out like i to me i really don't care like money has never been like something that's like really like truly like driven me like obviously like we need money to like live and things like that but like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's never been something that like really like drove me to like do what it, it is that like i want to do because like i just want to help people be great honestly sure. that's that's the main thing with me like i'm your biggest motivator i'm like you know whatever like you know we haven't known each other long but like you know i'm gonna be right there on the sidelines like you know cheering for you and everything like that like that you know that's what you know anybody and every any and everybody that like you know has questions for me and things like that so if you have any questions like definitely just hit me up fantastic <laughs>
0: one last thing and this is sort of a, a piggyback on what you're just saying somebody that does not have access yet to the chris jackson um, incubator for young creators mm-hmm. because that's unfortunately it does not exist yet <laughs> but somebody who is very early on just looking to get into sort of this similar video content creation thing mm-hmm. like you are and right now they're doubting themselves and saying, you know, I don't have the money to get the equipment, I don't have the skills I need to do this well. What would what would you tell? What would you tell your younger
1: self? Essentially. Oh man. Um I would tell my younger self to pretty much do like almost exactly what I did and it's just like you know, every time, like, I, I still have doubts. Like, you know, I was able to get in, like, the Super Bowl, like, this year, and, like, you know, uh, shoot, not the Super Bowl, but, like, the Super Bowl, like, parties with, like, P Diddy and, like, DJ Khaled, and it was, like, different avenues of, like, ways that, like, I ended up getting that, um, you know, talking to, like, one person, he knows somebody else who knows somebody else, and, like, it's just, like, a networking thing, and it's just, like, if you know somebody who has a camera, like, go talk to that person that has a camera, like, and that's, that's literally, like, the first step, like, if you don't know anything, like there's a million YouTube videos out there. Like, you know, there'll be like the main ones that you'll see, like, you know, Jacob Owens and things like that. Like they're out there, like, you know, just watch their stuff, like, you know, get ideas, like they hand out, you know, information like crazy. Um, contact me. I'm gonna give out information like crazy. Uh, it's just mainly just going out and just doing it. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be like, you know, okay, I'm gonna pick up this camera and everything's going to happen for me. It's, you know, you're going to, pick it up. You're going to have to do it. Like you might not get a camera the first day, but you still need to be looking at how to edit and things and all this other kind of stuff, things that you need to get. And it's just kind of like, it's kind of like a lot all at once, but once you get one thing and once you start taking those steps, it's, it's easy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, man, so much for your uh,
0: insight. Hopefully it's valuable to a lot, of, uh, <laughs> a lot of young content creators out there. Make sure that you uh, do hit them up if you have any questions, or you sure. just want to see some really sick, football minnesota
1: gophers related content all about that. uh plug your instagram right now um uh leo the creator um oh and that's on instagram that's on twitter um yeah all right hit them up thank you guys and that is it for this episode if you enjoyed
0: there is more to come an episode of how they're here releases every other wednesday in the meantime check us out on linkedin instagram and facebook by searching how they're here or find me online at tyler m Webb to connect If you want to hear more from us, make sure to rate and subscribe. It helps us stay in business. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.